Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hello everyone, Poker and Politics here, going solo on Adventures in Hellworld. Uh, tonight is kind of a personal story for me, and I'll get into Trump and the whole COVID diagnosis and all that stuff after I uh, clear the air uh, about my mom. Uh, basically the past few days, my mom has been sick and she is someone who does not go to the doctor. That is not something that she'll do barring like the worst of circumstances. She is incredibly obstinate. Whereas I am a raging hypochondriac. My mom is the kind of person that will have a bone sticking out of her leg and she'll be like, yeah, I'll rub some dirt on it. Ah, I'll be fine. It's no big deal. Don't worry about it. Yeah, maybe I'll call for an appointment with my primary care sometime next week. Have them give them a look-see. Maybe. So she's just the most stubborn, tough person in that way. And she's been hurting. And she went to the ER and they basically said, we don't know what's wrong with you. We don't know anything. All our tests come back fine. You're fine. And this is the problem when you're dealing with a pain issue is that doctors, especially at the ER, when they are dealing with someone who's like, I'm hurting and I need pain meds. They think you're a junkie who just wants some oxy. And so they tested my mom. Everything was great. They sent her home. And so... I told her to call her primary care and get an appointment. And that was on Friday. And when I was getting into work, she texted me and said, I got an appointment on Monday with my doctor. And I was like, good. And then she, uh, uh, said to me after that, I might be dead by Monday. And that was one of the worst things I've ever read in my life. Cause again, she does not say things like that. She's not a, someone 
who does the oh woe is me oh i'm i'm in so much trouble oh i'm hurting oh i'm suffering she's not like that she is the exact opposite of that uh she is incredibly stoic um she has had a bout of cancer and i don't think she ever once talked to me about dying or ever even brought it up she just she was angry that her hair fell out uh i got to joke with her a lot about the fact that she was wearing a headscarf and my mom is dumb about islam and uh the hijab and all that kind of stuff and she gets islamophobic and i yell at her about it and so when she started wearing the headscarf i'd be like well it's good to see that you have overcome your uh hatred of islam and now have uh become a member of the religion and uh just just giving her the razzle dazzle as it were but she never never talked about that being the end of the road for her she never never said it and she she's had other health issues she's had other problems but again just she's never talked about the fact that she might die she's never uttered those words to me in her life so when she said that i knew that this shit was so bad and then she went back to the hospital and um they admitted her finally and she's getting uh, morphine now finally she had told me that she has was unable to eat or sleep for days the pain was just so severe that she could not function as a person and uh, so now the morphine was letting her uh, get sleep. She was being able to actually, um, like, pass out and, and actually rest. And so uh, she's got more tests coming up. I hope to God they can figure out what's going on. Because right now she's it's unbearable. She can she cannot endure in her current state i it is it's just really it's incredibly frustrating and incredibly scary and it's not fun it's just really a bad time and that's really that i mean sucks it just sucks and she she knows that i talk about her she knows that this is all like something that i say so she she doesn't care she doesn't care about any of that so uh it just i'm just really sad i'm just really sad that um this has happened to her and it's so strange it's just out of nowhere this weird event it it just goes to show you how fleeting health can be that uh, one day you are fine and the next day you have something that is the worst thing that has ever happened to you and you go to the hospital and the doctors are just like, man, we don't know. Are you you sure you're not just a junkie looking for some oxy? I mean, whatever. So it's, it's really, it's a bad time. It's a bad time and it sucks and... I'm just hoping for the best. I really hope that they can figure out what's wrong and that she can get rid of this pain. However, it however it has to be treated, whatever has to be done, 
I'm just really at my wit's end, and I'm sure she's out of her mind because again, I mean, she's the one going through it. So, but yeah, it sucks. It really sucks, and um, that's where I am. That's where I'm at right now in the world, in my personal life. Everything's just uh, I have this just weight on me from this because it's where I am. I will keep you all updated. Uh, hope to have good news. Uh, she'll probably be out of the hospital tomorrow. And we just got to go from there. And hopefully they will just give her tons of painkillers. Because at this point in her life and in this moment, I'm sure she would be very happy to have lots of painkillers. And she is a recreational marijuana user. Which was something that blew my mind. She was, I mean, she she would have a few beers and she'd smoke some cigarettes back in the day and all that kind of stuff, but it never took her for uh, a pothead. And then one day she's just like, pot's legal, I'm smoking all of it. So that, it, 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 that was just very funny. It was just something that was totally unexpected of her from me anyways. Maybe I should have known better. I don't know. But um, that was that. And it's... It's just really a thing that sucks. And I hope to have good news for her sometime soon. Because uh, bad news is... It's really really dark. It's really hard to contemplate what it would be like for this to continue. Because it just really... It sucks to see someone hurt like this. It sucks. And um, that's where I am. So uh, that's that. Um, So any other news happened recently? Oh, I don't know. Like the most powerful person on earth uh, contracting a deadly virus. Uh, It's unreal. it's, It's really... It's really so incredibly bizarre that this is what's happening right now that we are in a situation where there is a non-zero possibility that the president of the United States might just drop dead tomorrow from COVID that that is a thing that could happen Uh, and we have all these different uh, news articles about what his health actually is We got the four-minute proof-of-life video from Trump uh, today that had the very obvious edit in it, which is not great. And there's, of course, because uh, this is the Trump administration, this is President Trump, it's hard to uh, know if this was actually done today or if he filmed it literally once he got to the hospital. It's... I mean, the conspiracy theories are flying fast and furious because no one trusts this man because he's a pathological liar. So it's so hard to um, know if what you're, if the information that's being given out by him and by his uh, staff is legitimate. It's it's. Um, you have a right to question it. You have a right to be like, are we being lied to? Are we being bullshitted here? 
And the one thing I will say is that he does absolutely have COVID. There is no way he is faking this. There is no way that uh, he has decided to do this to duck the debates, to try to get out from under the tax story, to get out from under his endorsement of the Proud Boys, any of that. I mean, this story is so bad and so just awful for him this dumb virus that he's made fun of for a year as being no big deal and worthless is now something that made him go to the hospital and spend nights in the hospital so even if even if he was able to just beat the virus and then go back out there and like do his do his rallies and all this stuff and claim that it was no big deal it would be a black eye but I really can't imagine that he's going to be able to do those things because he is an old obese man who uh, doesn't exercise and has uh, plenty of comorbidities. He is in uh, a demographic and just a general health profile of someone who is going to have a rough ride with this. And I, I think that operation MAGA where they're like, we're going to have the family and Pence run around and campaign on his behalf I think that's a very telling sign that they don't think he's going to be able to go out and do much because I don't think he's going to be able to get out in front of a crowd and give a 30 minute speech or longer than that even because from everything I've been told about COVID, it really, it really takes it out of you when you get a bad batch of it. And if you go to the hospital for it, you're, you're hurting and I mean, I could be wrong. Well, I mean, that's how, that's what prediction making is. It's putting yourself out there on the line to risk being wrong, as it were. So um, I just think that I think he's banged up, and I think he is going to be banged up for the rest of the election se- season, as it were. And I don't think that this benefits him in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I don't think there's. I don't think the fear of the sympathy vote. I think is nonsense. I think all I think it's just a net negative. And I mean, all of the information that's coming out now that he probably had it before the debate, that he didn't tell the Bidens, that they showed up intentionally late to the debate so they didn't get tested. I think all of that is um, telling. And I think that the uh, reviews of his debate performance and then the reviews of how he handled his uh COVID infection by uh, continuing to go about his business and continuing to expose people to himself when he knew he was infected. I, I just think all of it's negative. I think all of it's bad. And now, more importantly, I just don't think there's anything left in this campaign except for the clock to run out. There's no moment now. I mean, everyone talks about the October surprise, the big game changer, like the Comey letter. Like, what will be the October surprise? What will be the big moment? And now, I mean, what's what's left? What could possibly uh, garner people's attention and draw interests? Um, 
of the American people in such a way that they might rethink their vote for Joe Biden? What could possibly happen where people might say to themselves, well, you know, I was leaning Biden, but now this thing happened, so I'm going to go with Trump. I just, I just don't see that. I don't see a event that could happen in these uh, in this last month of the election, where where anything could possibly uh, sway people. I I think that the cake is really baked at this point. The only thing that could have really changed anything was the debates, and that even that was like not likely and then uh by every metric biden won the first debate and uh even if you were going to score it a draw or or just uh, i was a disgrace it was terrible it was awful that's still a win for biden because the person that was losing going into the debate needs a clear win in order to change things and that's what happened in 2004. Uh, John Kerry beat the brakes off George W. Bush and uh, turned what was at that point a Bush landslide into a competitive horse race. And uh, in 2012, uh, Romney beat Obama in the first debate and tightened them polls up. He got into it. And this is the thing that's like really kind of uh, obvious about... Um, this debate was that the media would have loved to have given Trump a win. They would have killed to have given Trump a win because this has been a incredibly boring horse race. You've had one horse out in front the whole time. You've had the other horse trailing badly the whole time. I mean, this Twitter social media it's such an unbelievable like just hell world because they'll be like breaking national poll biden up seven and all the comments will be like oh my god i don't know if that's enough for him to overcome the electoral college oh good lord and people are like don't get complacent text donate register people to vote drive people to vote oh for the love of god put in work we're so fucked and it's, it, it, it's, I mean, Jesus Christ, can you imagine if Biden was down seven? What would be going on right now? Can you imagine if Biden was losing this shit? How absolutely fucking, like, suicidal and psychotic everyone on Twitter would be that would hates Trump? I mean, Biden is cruising to a win right now, and people are psychotic and suicidal. I mean, uh, I saw some ridiculous... Uh, tweet from a guy talking about like the four minute proof of life video that trump made and he's like man the trump from that first minute of that video he could tighten things up he could turn this thing around you never know and it's like no that person doesn't exist it's a fucking guy giving a pre-recorded a pre-written speech almost assuredly off a teleprompter or whatever but i mean but like Trump's not that guy. He he's he's he is who he is. We've we've known him. We know him. We've been he's been in our homes for over four years now, as this arrogant uh, narcissist dirtbag with no empathy and nothing but hatred and contempt for all his fellow man. So no, uh, first minute of proof of life video, Trump doesn't exist, and he's not going to tighten this shit up. I mean, we just got new polls today that Biden's up five in Florida. He's up seven in Pennsylvania. I mean, uh, Jamie Harrison is tied with Lindsey Graham, and it's close there. We, we could win a Senate seat in South Carolina. 
were competitive in Kansas. I mean, there's just so much going on that's good for the Democrats. And yet the terror and the fear of everything that's going on right now is palpable and it's obvious. But, I mean, imagine if Trump is just, like, incapacitated through the election. So November 3rd rolls around and by, and he's still in the hospital or he's in the White House and he's just like basically laying in bed all day uh, just trying to recover from COVID and Biden blows him out. What's he going to do? Like, are, He's going to just like uh, have surrogates come out and say that he opposes this election and that it wasn't valid. I mean, in order to amount like a campaign like this, you kind of got to be front and center on the whole thing. You got to be kind of the one leading the charge, telling everyone that shit was rigged against you. So I just think that it's the, the election is going very well. And I think Biden wins. And I think this is an uncompetitive election in that way. And I think the Democrats win a lot in the Senate. I think they'll, they might even grow, they're going to grow their power in the house. They're going to win more seats in the house and we'll see, we'll see from there. But, um, beyond all that, uh, hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The fear of Trump being able to do something good with this this virus is is insane. It's it's totally misplaced. There there is no possibility of it. And the the only possibilities really are that this this gets worse for Trump that uh his ability to film a proof of life video uh diminishes and that he is uh, bedridden and that he is hurt and the possibility of the 25th amendment having to be invoked because he gets put on a ventilator is, is there. I'm not, I'm not saying it's likely, but it's, it's there. And that is, to me, it's scary because you have QAnon completely, totally divorced from reality, refusing to accept what is happening right now. They are deluded because I, I posted a thread on this earlier, but they have right now they have theory one, what I call theory one, and they have theory two. Theory one was like the moment that Trump said he had COVID, everyone was like, "It's the storm, it's happening." He's isolating himself to get ready for all the arrests. It's just like those early Q drops. Oh, it's finally going to happen. We're going to win. And they looked at the whole thing about Trump saying that him and Melania were going to get through this together. And they 
translated together to mean to get her, which meant they're finally going to arrest Hillary. That fucking bitch. We're going to get her. And all of that. Just so they, they had all these dumb things they were working on and they were decoding all the shit they could to try to jury rig crap to make the storm happen so they could finally MAGA it up, MAGA school and all that good stuff. And, and now uh, I'm recording this on the 4th. So today's the day. Today is the big payoff that they twisted themselves in the knots on because... Even though Q doesn't give predictions, spoiler, he does, they're lying about that. QAnon loves making up predictions of their own. Every, the, the, the cycle of excitement and disappointment is just like the tides. It is irresistible and inescapable for QAnon. They need to do this shit to themselves. They love torturing themselves with this shit. Where they come up with a way to justify why this day is the day we're going to get the big payoff. And then they don't get the big payoff. And... Uh, 10 420 is now the big payoff part 1 million so when this turfs out as it obviously will uh storm idea and all that shit is going to start melting away and then they're going to go to theory two that trump's just going to beat the covid with hydroxychloroquine and zinc and vitamin d and then he's going to walk out of the hospital and tell everyone that covid ain't fucking shit and He's the god emperor and he beat COVID with his mighty dick and all of his powerful alpha male energy and all that crap. And he's going to do a 20-hour rally in Pennsylvania and that sleepy Joe Biden can't measure up to him and his incredible awesomeness. And all y'all can go fuck yourselves. COVID's bullshit. And I just proved it because I whipped COVID's ass because I'm the man. And hey, I mean, it is possible that Trump could recover from his bout of COVID quickly. It's possible. But again, 74 years old, morbidly obese, incredibly sedentary lifestyle, totally didn't have a bunch of mini strokes, totally didn't gingerly limp down a ramp a little while ago, totally didn't need two hands to drink a cup of water a while ago. I mean, just... The idea that this this man is this Adonis, this pinnacle of health that they, they love presenting him as is so insane and so not realistic. And we have to acknowledge that like this is a thing about him, that he is probably someone in not the best of health and not the best of shape and that COVID can beat the piss out of people that are unhealthy. So... Uh, it's worrying. It's just worrying because once you go through those two theories, the only thing that you get to next is theory three, which is that this is an actual attempt by the deep state to kill the president. And then once you do that, well, then that's when it gets real bad. It's when it gets real bad real quick because... Now we have um, no way to justify restraint. We have no way to uh, not do terrible things to the cabal because they have 
killed Donald Trump. They have done an unspeakable act of uh, violence against America and the world that they infected him with COVID to incapacitate or assassinate him. And uh, once that is the case, once that is what they believe, there is no way that you cannot justify uh, retribution. There's no way you cannot justify uh, going after the cabal because now it's eye for an eye. Now it's blood for blood because they uh, have destroyed humanity's greatest chance for salvation. And they're no longer um, doing, they're no longer just uh, trying to steal the election through nefarious means. They're no longer just trying to do something uh, kind of uh, underhanded or sneaky. No, this is, this is just like straight out actual violence. This is straight out trying to destroy someone. And one and and they're doing it in the name of Satan. They're doing it in the name of the Antichrist. They're doing it to bring about the annihilation of America and the world. That's it. There's no good in this. This is just evil people doing the most evil thing possible. And are you just going to take it? Or are you going to stand up and fight for good? Are you going to stand up and fight for what is right in this world? That is where um, QAnon is. That's where they're going to be. And it sucks. Because the last thing on earth that we need is that kind of violence. That we need people doing just domestic terrorism in the name of God and in the name of uh, Donald Trump, who is either uh, their wounded soldier or their fallen hero, depending on how bad this uh, bout of COVID is for him. So it's, it's really bad. It's just really bad all around because we are dealing with people that are not going to uh, rationally understand and accept what happened, which is that Donald Trump uh, played with fire and got burned. He fucked around and he found out. He has treated this uh, virus as a joke. He has just basically said there's no uh, possible way to really for him to buy into it or to think that it's uh, a real threat. And he's just treated it as not a real threat, as not a real problem, as not something he has to actually uh, do anything to avoid contracting. He won't wear masks. He won't social distance. He makes fun of Biden for wearing masks. He is he has been doing this this whole time and he put himself in this position and now he's contracted it. And that's the truth. And. He was reckless and stupid, and now that it has caught up to him, and he's and he, this, these are the consequences. And unfortunately, the people that worship him and believe in him and follow him will never accept that to be the case. They will never accept that to be the truth. And instead, we're going to have crazy people doing uh, stupid, violent, bad things. And it's really terrifying. I mean, I just I don't think that they're going to organize. 
and engage in violence like that, but it doesn't take a lot for one person to just grab a gun and start shooting because America. So, I mean, it's just, it's just so bad. I just really, I'm really worried about all of it. It's not good. So uh, that is the very uh, uplifting, cheerful, inspiring uh, message that I have about uh, my personal life and um, the president who is, again, fighting a deadly virus. And that's what's really happening. But uh, a certain segment of totally insane people on this earth uh, don't believe that. So uh, question time. Skeptical Penguin asks, uh, with so little time left until the election and with some voting having already taken place, how would they handle the passing or severe incapacitation of a president? Would vice president automatically be put at the top of the ticket and claim votes already cast or a new nominee altogether? Um, basically, Trump is on the ballot. That's all there is to it. And it's uh, it's an ordeal because... When you vote for president, you are not voting actually for president. You are voting for electors to go to the electoral college and cast votes to make that person the president. So it's like a, it's a two part system. In like in like say one of those uh, three electoral college states like Alaska or the Dakotas, you're not voting for Biden or Trump. Uh, someone who is voting for uh, Biden is actually voting for Jill, Sally, and uh, Jose to uh, go to the Electoral College and vote for um, Biden. Whereas someone who's voting for Trump is voting for Bill, Joe, and Steve to uh, go to the Electoral College and vote for Trump. So that is uh, the kind of the thing. And like that's what kind of would happen in this situation is that the electors would actually have to cast votes on behalf of a dead person in Donald Trump make him the president and then he basically kind of no longer is the president because he's dead and Pence then uh, by succession uh, like the dead guy is confirmed as president elect the vice president is confirmed as vice president elect and then the vice president becomes president I mean it's it's a mess it's a it's a legal mumbo jumbo mess that uh, we'd have to deal with but there will not be a new nominee there will not be a uh, change in the ballots trump is the candidate and his health and what that means uh vis-a-vis the election and the legality of it and if we actually have to vote for a dead person or a person who is uh debilitated to the point where the 25th amendment had to be executed against them um it's just uh it's just a, it's just a train wreck. It's a shit show. Uh dead people have won office before. And I mean y- y- we have to kind of like create a um a setup where we explain to people that you're voting for the dead guy, but this is what will happen after the dead guy wins. So um that is what's going to happen here. If like Trump's health turns, which Again, for the sake of uh, the safety of American citizens and the sanity of people, I really hope it does not take a turn for the worse. Um, I mean, I know lots of people like have anger in their hearts at Donald Trump, and I hate him with the passion of a thousand burning suns myself, but I would a hundred times out of a hundred rather him lose this election 
and be removed from office uh, via um, an election and all of that, and not by health, because we was robbed is anger-inducing and enraging, and it's not good. And there will definitely still be people that will try to incite violence. And there will be people that will be very mad and upset and that may do dumb things. But there's a degree between we was robbed and our guy got killed. That, and and that degree uh, is, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to go from one level to the other. Because the other level is bad. Jacob asks, uh, are there are there any QAnons who think Trump is like some other famous person who disguised themselves or something? JFK Jr. still being alive and doing stuff while no one knowing made me wonder if they think Trump is like, I don't know, some other random important American figure. Um, there, There's like all kinds of crazy mythoses about Trump. There's like Trump the time traveler. There's all kinds of stuff. I mean... Uh, I don't think that there's any, um, like, mainstream QAnon uh, stuff that has Trump as being any other character than Donald Trump himself directly. But, uh, I mean, they see him as a messianic figure. They see all kinds of stuff like that. So, it's weird. Um, Can't say that I've seen it. So, that's all I got on that. I apologize that my answer was not that in-depth. Um, a name that I cannot read because it is not in English. Actually, it is. Now I can read it because it's it's actually just uh, a silly font. Shogun Samurai asks, Did you know that according to their own bylaws, the Proud Boys are only allowed to jack off once per month? How will they make it through October with all of this fat material Trump keeps giving them? That's to make it to level three. If you want to be a level three Proud Boy, you have to... um, Honor system it, uh, state that you will not masturbate more than once a month and that you will get a tattoo. You can be a lower level proud boy and just fucking crank it all the time if you so desire it. Um, it will be tough. Um, it's going to be weird. Because you get the proud boys being incited by Trump. You have this uh, whole ordeal where, like... Trump is trying to get idiot right-wingers to do dumb shit at the polls, which is such a bad idea, and it's going to backfire so spectacularly that I just really can't imagine that um, it's going to work out for anyone on their side. Uh, Rumor has it, everyone's got the goofy uh, fonts today. Do you ever feel so disgusted by what you have just read that you have to step away from your computer? I struggle to read this stuff. Also, how did you find QAnon? Um, no, I'm, I, sometimes I'm, I roll my eyes. Sometimes, I'm, I'm, sometimes I'll be like, oh, come the fuck on. Sometimes I'll, but I mean, uh, my uh, tolerance for QAnon bullshit is very high because, as I always tell people, I know they're arguing in bad faith and I know they're terrible people. So I kind of expect it. There's no bottom to it. And I just accept that. I just accept that they're monsters and they suck. And that's, um, that's it. Um, so I just, I, I, I'm, I'm just, I know I'm not like normal in the sense that I just, I just love this shit. I love reading their terrible things and laughing at them and just, just, just getting into the muck and the grime. So I, I, I live for it. Um, how did I find QAnon? I'd heard about it. Um, I was 
I was reading Twitter vicariously through commenters on little green footballs. And I just saw Twitter from afar and I was hearing about QAnon from afar and I'd always been into the Illuminati new world order stuff. And I was like, well, I got to get on Twitter. I got to, I got to do this. I got to get on Twitter and make a serious concerted effort to try to make myself a shouty, screamy moron on Twitter and uh, I'm just going to talk about the shit I care about, which, as my name in- indicates, is poker and politics. And the poker didn't really uh, make it because I became all QAnon all the time. And QAnon is politics, even though QAnon would like to claim otherwise. So uh, I am politics and politics. But if you want to talk to me about the implied odds of your flush draw when you're out of position in a multi-way pot, I'm here for you. I am here for you yesterday. Uh, Drew asks, so a Trump press conference when, uh, well, we had our four minute proof of life video. So who knows from there? Uh, I mean, it's weird. It's going to be really weird. Uh, this whole thing is going to be so, uh, bizarre. Like having a uh, president campaigning from a hospital and potentially, uh, being like dangerously sick. So it's just day by day we're just going to go through this and i mean i i kind of wake up i woke up this morning and i was just like oh i didn't get any text messages so i guess it isn't that bad that's kind of how and i mean that i mean that both for like my mom and for the president just everything everything in my life is just wake up check the phone and hope for the best cuz jesus shit is stuff going on um Rila Inglewood asks, what do you, in your view, happens to the crazy Q energy if Trump loses in November? Does it become more diffuse or does it consolidate into some crazy political party or does it take over the GOP entirely? Uh, Well, the first thing that's going to happen is QAnon itself will take uh, damage because Trump failed. But it will coalesce into the defense. It will call, it will coalesce into resistance. It will coalesce into the Illuminati new world order shit that it always was without a hero. And the real issue is going to be all those people that ran for office, either uh, tacitly or aggressively endorsing QAnon. That movement is not going to go away. People using QAnon for votes will not go away. And I don't think it will consume the GOP entirely because without Trump, like Trump is the one who's really like just a dumb idiot that provokes QAnon. Without Trump at the head of the thing to like be the dumb idiot that provokes QAnon, they're not going to have a powerful leader. Marjorie Taylor Greene is going to be a backbencher in the minority party of the House of Representatives with no cachet and no pull. So they're going to they're going to downgrade from the president of the United States to a lady who has rejected QAnon and is now just uh, a rep who can't do anything in the House. I mean, uh, Joe Ray Perkins in Oregon or Washington, I forget which state she's going to run in Senate. She ain't going to win. So, I mean, like, you're not going to have, like, that figure. So, it really more comes down to what I call the Q primary, which, I mean, will pick up steam. And there'll be be some guys that are going to dip their toe into that bullshit in 2022. But 2024 is going to be really bad. Because you're going to have Republicans actually fucking... uh, pandering the QAnon to win the Republican primary to go up against Joe Biden in the uh, election. And that's going to suck shit that you're actually going to have these nuts 
holding uh, some level of influence in the Republican primaries. You're going to have praying medic being like a kind of a kingmaker in Republican primaries, which is really bad and terrible. So it sucks. Uh, Dripwire says, what's the consensus of the Cubits? Do they actually think Trump is merely engaged in disinformation or is this a cabal attack? Uh, yep, I covered the, 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 it's the storm. The storm. It was back then. Uh, what decibel range frequency of sustained screaming is best to appease my dark god Moloch? Uh, I don't know. I've never tried to appease Moloch by screaming, but uh, I meant I would say just uh, keep it loud and keep it uh, growly because that's what the death metal, black metal people do. So. I'd, I'd try that. I'd try that and see if and see if you earn Moloch's approval. Uh, he is a benevolent and uh, honorable deity who will uh, not withhold his favor should you uh, put in an honest effort and make a noise uh, pleasing to his ear. So uh, that it concludes ye old podcast uh, for me. Uh, I'll, Tuesday will be the three man. We will be going over Trump, hopefully still alive with an update on my mom, hopefully still alive. So, uh, yeah, let's just kind of hope that people are alive, uh, going into Tuesday and then we will, uh, deal with shit and all that good stuff. So again, um, if you enjoy this stuff, uh, poker and politics, Patreon, uh, dot com slash poker and politics that's where i am for all of your charitable uh donating needs and if i am not worthy of your cold hard cash then please donate to uh, love146.org you can find that link on the QAnon casualties subreddit and i've posted it on my timeline a few times as well they are a human trafficking organization that is actually fighting the fight that QAnon claims to be fighting but are not because all they want to do is yell at their enemies and talk about how they want to kill them so uh, until then, I will until Tuesday, I will catch you all then. Stay safe, stay alive, have a good one, and all that jazz. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.